Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wendy, before we start, I just uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to the 15-minute podcast thus far. been really overwhelmed with the, the amount of people that have listened, and more importantly, the amount of people that have reached out and said, you guys are doing a good job. It's really lovely, isn't it? It's really lovely, and when people say it's relatable, that definitely makes me feel a bit less weird, which is nice. You don't know how... Un- what's the word? You don't know how less weird you are until you actually start talking openly about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, although I don't, I think you're the only one who has consistently creeped through his little sister's bedroom <laughs> night by night. I think you're the only one who's done that. If you want to know what that, that means, then uh, listen to the Football Manager podcast. Um, but which, what, what I want you to do, we've got a little call to action for people that are listening. Two things, actually. One, please share the podcast. Share it with people you know. We've, me and Winnie have an audience already with, with our respective football podcasts, but we're trying to reach new people as well. So share it with people you know. And also, if you can, leave a review on iTunes. And what we want you to do when you leave a review is just a, put a single subject, whatever you might want us to talk about, put it in the review along with the lovely words you're about to say, and um, and, and we'll, we'll consider talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> consider. Wendy. You're not committing to it. Well, it just some things like so some of the suggestions you've made, I'm like, I don't know if I can... To be interesting about that at all so it's not that it's not for us looking at the the subjects and going oh this that's a rubbish suggestion it's just that in order for this to work we have to be able to talk comfortably about the subject matters as well you got someone, you, we've got we got a thank you as well haven't we well i want to give a shout out to to mike smith who designed our artwork he's done an outstanding job with our artwork i love it it's awesome uh, he's a brilliant designer. He was so nice to work with as well. Just a really sort of down to earth guy. He took on board all of our ideas and then made them a lot better. Yep. Uh, his website is mikesmithdesign.co.uk. If you have a business or a need to have some design work done, consider Mike and tell him you came from 15 minutes. Not just that, not business. It, it could be wedding invite, anything. He's so good. I've, I've, I've got him to do a few things for me as well. And, um, 
He is just fantastic. I just left, gave him a brief, left it uh, you know, a week later, wherever it was that we agreed to speak again. He came back and delivered above and beyond what I thought he would do. So, yeah, fantastic work. And, yeah, so if you need a designer, contact Mike. All right, should we get on with the show? Let's get on with it. Okay. 15 minutes on the timer, and the subject is pets. Pets. Do you know, the first thing that spots, pops, in, spot, the first thing that pops into my mind, Wendy, is my chickens. And uh, as I grew up in very urban London, I, I never thought that owning chickens would be a, a sensible thing to do or a thing that I could, a thing that I, I could ever actually do. Uh, and I always had this dream of living in the country and living in you know, quite a rural setting. And um, chickens seem to come with that rural setting. And I've gone from having four chickens in the garden out there now, it's unruly. It's unruly. There's, there's about 18. <laughs> there may be 20 chickens out there. They keep wow. having chicks. Uh, and, you know, it's... Uh, they are, they're not, the thing is, the, the more you get windy, the less like pets they are. And, it, and I feel like they're actually livestock now. <laughs> That's You're a farmer. Like. I'm a smallholder, for real. I'm, I'm considering getting goats. Wow. I need, okay. I need more space. I need Goats more... are next level, though, aren't they? Yeah. Like, that feels a lot. More, that feels like a lot more work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm willing to put the work in. Um, so, um, how many eggs do your chickens produce? Depends. Right. First, first thing I should say is they're bantams, right? So they're like half the size of a normal chicken, and um, so the eggs are half the size of normal eggs. So you need double the eggs essentially for uh, for, the set, <laughs> for what you'd normally want. But yeah, they um, they 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 lay. In, when it depends, they go broody, right? So they stop laying. Uh, if they're sitting on eggs, they stop laying, and um, and during winter months they lay, they lay less. But in spring, you, I mean, with the twenty egg, 20, 20 chickens out there, I'm not sure how many are cockerels. Cause that's another issue. You can't have too many cockerels together; they fight each other. Um, I would have. I would say you would. You might get ten to twelve eggs a day in, wow. in, during laying season. Which you can't eat, obviously. So you just give them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way, they're, they're, you know, like I said, they are, they are small. But the, the 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 problem with I think the word's husbandry. I might that might be wrong, right? But the problem with raising animals like these is that they get sick. Birds get sick. They're quite sickly things to keep. And um, particularly if they're inbred, like yours. Well, no, they're not inbred actually, because we remove the bloodline. So now that we've had loads, we have to get a new cockerel. And we move him on to somewhere else. I see, I see. And I don't mean I don't mean to heaven. I mean <laughs> we'll, we'll find him a new home. But I did have to kill one. I had to. I would. Oh, I wouldn't really? say murder. What would you say? What would be the kind of thing? I'd uh, murder one of my euthanize. Chickens. Yeah. I, I, can you euthanize a chicken with a brick? Oh my god! Is that what you did? That's what I had to do. Oh mate, mate, what? I couldn't do that. I didn't want to do it. I. The problem was, is it was really, really ill. It went oh. downhill really quickly. And my dog kept, whenever a chicken's unwell, my dog kept, um, would pick them up and carry them around in their mouth. Not chew them, we'd just carry them around, the, the Frank would. He's, he's trying to take them to hospital. He's trying to do something. He, he sort of whimpers and carries them around, so, which is quite nice, because you expect him just to tear them apart and eat them, but that's not what he does. Anyway, um, uh, he, it was so ill... It was essentially making weird noises and its legs were just moving independently of itself oh, and it was on its side. So you could, you know that there's no saving this thing. Its eyes were, it was blind. I don't know what happened to it, but it went downhill really quickly. I didn't even notice until it got to this point. And then, um, 
You bricked it. I had to. I had to. And I don't want anyone to... I'm a vegetarian, right? I'd never be cruel to an animal. I don't... I, I would never, ever, ever willingly hurt an animal. It, it was just, an act of kindness. It felt like the quickest way to do it was to smash its head in with a brick. What, what other... Like, I didn't know the technique of twisting its neck and, like, breaking its neck. Well, there's what a risk I, with that as well, isn't there? That if you, if you get it wrong, the head comes off. Well, the head comes off or it's That'll still alive. I break its neck and it's still alive. Oh, like, God. So I thought the brick was the quickest way. And to be fair, I did hit it really hard and it just it did die instantly. So I think I did a good job. You did good. You did good. <clears throat> Windy, right tell, I've been talking for seven minutes. Windy, go on. Tell me about <laughs> your pets. I've had loads of pets. So I think my parents thought that giving us a pet would give us a sense of responsibility, which probably worked to some degree but so we had uh we had two dogs when when i was tiny um barkley and daisy barkley was a very good boy i think i've mentioned barkley before in here daisy was uh a bit of a bad girl but she was a she was a fun dog to have she was half dachshund and half jack russell she had like a long thin short-haired brown body so she looked like a poo with ears (laughs) with these really big sort of squirrely ears like unusually abnormally big ears she was very funny to look at uh she was very feisty she would protect Barkley. uh she was great i have a a, a really bad memory actually of a family holiday we went on we were on a, a beach going for a lovely walk and these three uh staffordshire bull terriers charged over mm. off the lead and just started attacking daisy oh, Barkley wow. Barkley ran off because he was uh he was very timid and my dad had daisy on the lead and we were all, I think me and my sister must have been seven or eight, maybe maybe a smidgen older. And we were ter- We were absolutely terrified. These dogs were going ballistic. And my dad was having to sort of pick Daisy up, like swing her around on the lead to keep her away from them. That was the mm. only thing he could do. So he was like basically strangling her. Um, but they, they kept going for her. The owner was like running over. He was a young lad that had stupidly let his dogs off the lead without thinking that it could cause a problem yeah he was very apologetic and embarrassed but we were completely traumatized by it It was a horrible incident and it just made me realize how much i loved her and it felt like you know seeing a member of your family in distress basically and you just wanted to help me and my sister were trying to kick these dogs away we were were children (laughs) we were just trying to protect our our lovely dog um but we, had, we had, don't, didn't just have dogs. We had we had a rabbit called Smokey. We had guinea pigs. Uh, we had hamsters when we got a bit older. We had a hamster each in our in our bedrooms. And then as our dogs passed on, we got we got new dogs. So yeah, always growing up in a house of dogs, love them to bits. I they got can bit, drive I got mad bit, at times. I got bit by a dog, like within like I would say about four months ago. Wow, not yeah. by your dog, I assume. No, no, no. So I, my dog is a staff, and, and what you said just there reminded me, uh, like, while Staffordshire Bull Terriers are good dogs, they're very good dogs, especially around children, um, they're known as nanny dogs, so they're, 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 they're very tolerant. The vast majority of them, you always get some dogs that are bad yeah. and, you know, can't be trained and whatnot. But the vast majority of dogs, of, of staffs are really, really, um, they're, they're very patient with kids, and they're just really good pets. I've, always, I've had three staffs in my life. And um, and Frank, my boy at the moment, he's um, I absolutely love him to bits. But I don't let him off a lead. If I see another dog, I don't let him off the lead because I know he has it in him yeah. to fight with the dogs. And not not to, it's not his driving focus. But it just if a dog starts barking at him, he barks and it escalates really quickly. So I always make sure he's on the lead unless I can see for miles and there's no one around, and then I let him off. But 
or in the woods where it's you know you, you can't really see very far and you can you can listen it's basically it's much safer in the woods anyway they're walking around this corner and there's one dog that he hates it's like his nemesis and it's a miniature miniature schnauzer it hates frank frank hates it they hate <laughs> each other as soon as they see each other they go for each other every time so i always have him on the lead just in case this this uh, dog's around and so does the woman, to be fair to her. But and just on this instance, we were coming around the bend where it was blind. They couldn't see us. I couldn't see them. And she had it off the lead. And I had Frank on the lead, right? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It ran up, and I was like, well, all I can do here is I have Frank on a harness, so it makes him easier to control. Is lift him up by the harness and get him out of the way, because yeah. if he grabs this dog, it's over. You know, yeah. it, he would probably end up killing the dog or injuring it severely. They would might press charges. I'd probably lose him. So I was just I wanted I wanted him up and out of the way. So I've got him up and the worm, and, and the finisher snails is jumping up and biting at Frank's legs. And just so happened that I might be at the moment Wendy carrying a little bit of extra timber. All right. All right. And as I was hang as I was bent over, you know, trying to lift Frank up, it just might have happened that the dog at, when trying to bite frank's feet actually bit me on my gut <laughs> <laughs> on your overhang yeah on my overhang and um and he bit through the t-shirt so much so that it drew blood it was mad and was she apologetic yeah she kicked the dog it flew through the air it was like <laughs> um which was um i mean she fucking wellied it to be fair <laughs> she give it some she give it a proper she was, worried, she was worried about you obviously i think yeah she just realized that she knows what a dog's like because she's been trying to train it, but it's really hard. A dog it's difficult, a isn't it? You need to socialise them and slowly and surely and get them used to other dogs, but that, that takes time. It takes time and a lot of effort. Energy. Um, it's, it's energy energy sapping. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like, like you say, if you keep them on leads and, and let them test out, test the waters a little bit, let them get close to a dog, uh, and if you can see it's going to kick off, then you, you quickly drag them away and move on. That's, that seems fair enough to me. Wendy, uh, what's your what's the saddest you've ever been of a, of a, one of your pets you've had to put down? Oh God, that's a hard one. Um, 
I think Millie, our our third dog, she was a, a black cocker spaniel. Um, we inherited her from my mum's best friend died of cancer and Millie was a puppy at the time. They just got her uh, not long before before my mum's friend died and we took Millie on. And she was just the sweetest natured dog. She was really soppy. I was like a early teenager at the time, so it was great fun for me to have a, a a young puppy in the in the family. She we had Daisy still at that point, but Daisy was really old uh, and didn't wasn't boisterous or playful at that point. Millie was just like a bundle of energy. She was brilliant. She was a very licky dog. She would like lick your <laughs> face and your ear as much as she could, uh, which I wouldn't be impressed with now. But at the time, I, I it didn't bother me. Um, but she was just so docile, so sweet, really sweet natured. Actually, there was another traumatic uh, event with Millie. I was I was showering one day, getting ready for school, and suddenly my mum ran into the bathroom and said, "Millie's been hit by a car." And my dad had been walking the dogs on the, on the moor across the road from us, which he did every day, same time every day, and he'd let them briefly off the lead and Millie for some unknown reason just started absolutely bombing it towards the road and my oh, wow. dad didn't know what to do in that moment he was like calling her name and she wasn't turning around she wasn't stopping he, she must have heard or seen something that just caught her attention and she he said it was just like it happened in slow motion he saw her run towards the road then he heard a massive bang and he ran over to her and scooped her up and she had blood coming out of her nose. Oh, no. It was so traumatic for my dad in particular, but for the whole family. It was horrible. But um, she survived. You, she, she survived it. She, did she you made blame it. your dad? No, not at all, because he'd done what he did every day. It was it was just one of those unfortunate things. He was, you know, he was absolutely devastated. Like, yeah. He felt so guilty. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so can he, imagine. He, he he obviously ran home with her, with her and Daisy just kind of trotted on behind, bless her. Um, and like we got her in a blanket, she went straight to the vets, and they did an amazing job and managed to managed was, to save what, her. What, what did they say? What happened? Did she break her leg or something like that? No, no breaks. Bizarrely, it was just internal bleeding and and major bruising. So she was in a collar for a while and um, made a full recovery. But I think that, in a way, made it more sad when she did eventually die because she had such a so that, that huge amount of trauma where we we always like bonded even closer with her. We just loved her to bit. She was brilliant. And uh, she was in a bad way by the end, and we, we knew it had to happen. But it was it was very sad, nonetheless. Um, yeah, she was a brilliant dog. We had we, we had two other cockers after that as well, and I love cocker spaniels. Really nice dogs. Yeah, they are, they are nice. They are nice dogs. Um, I, the worst one for me was putting down my mum's dog Oscar, who's kind of a mastiff staff cross, um, <clears throat> and is a rescue dog from like seven seven years, and. Um, because, I can't remember how, but with the vet for some reason came to our house to put uh, put him down. I'm not sure if he was too stressful to for him to walk through the streets. Yeah, he had a brain tumor. Oh, um, and he would have been about twelve, and he was in the front, just in the front room. And I was lying by his face. She said, "If you just stroke his face and stroke him and tell him that you love him," uh, the Aww. vet did, and uh, and she put the the needle in that put him to sleep. But it was the strangest thing because it was the first time ever I'd seen the light go out. Like you can see the change where the, I'm not saying anything as spiritual as the soul leaves the body, but life as it exists in that entity, i.e. that dog, is was gone. And it was, it was, it was obviously deeply upsetting because it's your dog as well. But it was also like you, I watched him go. 
and it's a really important life lesson, really, isn't it? Like that is a hell of a step for a young man to take. Well, I was, I was, I was in my twenties, so I was okay. like, I wasn't like this wasn't, yeah. But it, it, it but was still like even so, that's that's really something. Like watching something be put to sleep, right? I'm not sure. Right in its it. face, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what like, my mum was there. I don't know why she didn't do it. She's the responsible <laughs> adult. She should have watched him in the face as he died, not me. <laughs> but, she was trying um, to teach you, mate. She was trying to give you a lesson. I don't know. I don't think she was. I think she was just passing the buck. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that that was really sad, and to see him go, and and because he was so poorly, he was pacing around. But oh. you know, I, I don't want this to end on a, a really negative note. I, you know, this is um, dogs, cats, whatever. They're, they're they're amazing things. I don't understand people who don't really get pets. I don't understand pets to have to, to look in like Frankie's. Whenever I'm recording, I'm looking down, and my feet are on Frankie, so he just sits beneath my feet when I'm recording which I'm recording every day pretty much. And they're just having a companion like him. And uh, it's just, you can't replace it. I wouldn't want to replace it. Oh, I hate that timer at times like these. 